MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Volume. The NFL season is going strong, and DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking new customers up with an offer that's even stronger. Bet five bucks on any game this week to score $200 instantly in bonus bets. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener offer every game day this October. Get in on game day greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code SHANNON. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet five on the NFL. That's code SHANNON only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY to 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. Licensee partner Golden Nugget Lake Charles in Louisiana, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario, bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us again on Nightcap. Ocho, this is a big night for us because we have our own channel now. We're no longer under the Club Shay Shay channel. We got our own channel, so we, like the Jeffersons, mm-hmm. we are moving on up. Moving on up. I'm your favorite unk, Shannon Sharp. He's your favorite number 85. He says he's the greatest route runner. We debate that again at another date and time. Uh, Ocho, let's get right into yes, it. Yes, sir. The 49ers do a demolition job on your Cowboys. Dak, 14 of 24, 159 yards, 153 yards, one touchdowns, three picks. 
The Cowboys finished with 218 yards of total offense. Take it away. I have a question. Now I'm, I'm going to flip the question yes. back on you. Is this, a, yes. is this a testament to how great the 49 mm-hmm. defense is or how bad that the Cowboys played tonight? Which 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 no, way is it for you? No 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 no. I'm just curious because I've been I've been telling you all along. I said Ocho, what happens to the Cowboys' offense when their defense doesn't give them scooping scores? Right, and they don't give them pick and, sixes. And the offense has and the, to score. And the special team, and the offense have to drive the ball. Right. Then what happens? We've seen them play. Oh, that's a historic defense. Mm-hmm. We've seen them play three NF offenses: mm-hmm. the Giants the Patriots, and the Jets. Mm-hmm. And they look like the 85 Bears. We see them score, play two teams, and both teams got over 20 points, and they blew them out. The Cardinals blew them out. Mm-hmm. The Cardinals blew them out. The 49ers did a demolition job. Did did any? I've heard all week the, the uh, uh, Cowboys pass rush. They're number one in pass rush wins. The 49ers offensive line aren't that good. Oh, they love this matchup. Mm. Really? Did anybody touch Purdy other than the coin toss at the beginning of the game? <laughs> did anybody touch him? Listen, this this is not fair. Is it is it a true test to the Cowboys on how good the Cowboys offense can be when they're playing one of, if not the best defense in the NFL and Fred Warner and boys? Just curious. Can, can, can you do that? Can you say yeah. that? But if you are what you say you are, what you want to do, the best got to beat the best. Right. But I want to see how good I, how great I am right. by going up against that 49ers. Mm-hmm. The 49ers say we want to see how great we are by going up against that historically great Cowboys offense. Mm-hmm. They got CD. They can run it with Pollard, mm-hmm. Ferguson, and they got Cooks, right. and they got Michael Gallup, right. and that great offensive mm-hmm. line. Ooh, they haven't played together since they drafted Tyler Smith right. uh, in the first round. They're going to be playing together. And what happened, Ocho? Again, you know what? I said the Cowboys have a problem once they get into the red zone scoring. Mm, right. The 49ers say we ain't going to even let their ass in the red zone. <laughs> How about that? We ain't going to even let your funky ass in the red Listen, zone. The 49ers, de- 49ers defense is amazing. It's it's phenomenal. From the interior to the, to the, the linebackers to the secondary, they're not allowing nothing, anything. You can't run the ball. You can't throw the ball. It's like it's like I, it's, it's. I was tr- tr- trying to tell you that. Yeah, well, I, I never, I never <laughs> said nothing was wrong with the 49ers defense. I just felt that offensively, that the Cowboys would be able to show up regardless to who they were playing tonight. It wasn't the case. Ocho. It definitely wasn't Ocho. the case. Look at the Cowboys mm-hmm. against the Jets, mm-hmm. the Giants, and the Patriots. Right. When they don't get 14, 21 points on pick six and scooping scores, yeah. when their special teams aren't giving them short fields, mm-hmm. when they have to drive the ball, and the Cardinals don't have a great defense, mm-hmm. but when you have to, when you can force Dak to make every throw, every possession, mm-hmm. every down matter. Right. How did he look tonight? How did he look against the Cards? Is this a is this a Dak problem or maybe a play calling problem? Because oh, I, because hold on. wait a minute, wait. how many play callers you gonna fire? You got rid of Jason Garrett, you got rid of Kellen Moore. Right. Now you're on your third one. So at what point in time there's a common denominator? Yeah, but you you know what I also saw tonight? I saw tonight we have one of the most prolific NFL receivers in C D Lamb, and I saw the 49ers be able to dictate. I, nope, no, not locked up. I saw no, 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 not not locked up. I saw the Cowboys allow the 49ers to dictate 
whether or not he can be productive tonight. You can't have that happen. You can't have things like that happen when your best offensive playmaker is not getting the ball, not getting the touches necessary to give your offensive team a chance to win the game or at least be in the game. Ward had him on house arrest. He couldn't come out the house. You know good well when you're on house arrest, you can't come out the house after six o'clock. They, they were, they were, they were, I mean, where you, where they do that at? Let you out of the house after they, six o'clock they, on they house were, arrest. They were bracketing him. You know, that's where the creativity comes into play. Mm-hmm. Understanding what they're what, 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 what they're gonna do to your best player. That's what you saw. Yeah, that's what you yeah, saw. That's what that's what I saw. Because mm. they, they didn't play man to man until until uh, until third down. I, I saw Ward. I saw Ward had him locked up. You talk. You talk about one play. You talk about. I know exactly. You talk about one play. I know. I know. Well, play how how many about. plays did he make? How many plays did he make? He made a few of them. Where? Where? Hello. If you get forty, get beat forty-two ten. Ain't nobody make nothing. <laughs> ain't nobody make breakfast, lunch, brunch, dinner. Ain't nobody make nothing. They made a mess. Listen, Cow- Cowboys didn't play well. They didn't play well across across the board. Offensively, they didn't play well. Defensively. So, who do you think the problem is? I, I would love I would love to hear from you. Who do you think the problem was tonight? I think the problem is is not so much. Look, I've been on record. Mm-hmm. There's a large sample size of what Dak is. Now, if you think Dak is anything more than that, you're fooling yourself. Now, because what have you seen? What have you seen? I mean, what did your eyes see? You don't see. You're the type of guy that don't want to believe what your eyes tell you. Right. Your eyes tell you that Dak is an average quarterback. That's what your eyes tell you. But why would you believe what your eyes tell you? Dak is an average quarterback. Yes, average. Hold on, average. Yes. Wait a minute. Cowboys were in the playoffs last year. Yes. Were the Cowboys and they lost to this? Wait a minute. Were, well, were, the, were the Cowboys were the Cowboys in the playoffs the year before that? Yes. So an average quarterback is getting his team and and giving the chance, giving his team a chance at contention mm-hmm. for a Lombardi Trophy, and that's what you call an average. Yes. Because nobody has drafted more Pro Bowl players outside of Kansas City in the last decade. So they have immense talent. They have two guys on the offensive line that's going to the Hall of Fame. Your right guard and your left tackle. Right. They got Michael Parsons. They've done a tremendous job. C.D. Lamb. Mm-hmm. Those are drafted players. Right. Tony Pollard, a Pro Bowl player. But at the end of the day, and you said he got them to the playoffs, and then what happens come playoff time? They played this team last year. Mm-hmm. They played this team the year before. Now, tell the people that didn't have television or they didn't watch the game, tell them what happened. Every year, what, what does Dak do? In situations like this, what does Dak Prescott do? Interception. Mm. An interception. Now, remember, now a, a guy lost his job. Kellen Moore lost his job. Right. The offensive coordinator. They would, If you look at Cowboys' offense since he took over the play calling, yes. They were one or two in the entire league over the last three to four years. Mm-hmm. He lost his job because Dak kept turning the ball over in big games and in playoffs. Now, here come a big game again. And what did Dak do? Well, I, I think I this is it, it's a big game. It's a game that matters, but it's not, it's a it's a small sample size on what we need to do, well, what they need to do going back to the drawing board so this doesn't happen later on in the season because they're going to be in contention. They're going to be in the playoffs again. They're going to meet each other again. And when they do meet each other again, they don't want the same thing that happened tonight to happen again. But, okay, you say the Cowboys need to make the necessary corrections, okay? That come playoff time, 
Mm-hmm. You've seen Dak in the playoffs. Yeah. He's never gotten his team past the divisional round. Right. He's never won more than one playoff game in the regular season. And normally when they lose the game, why do they lose the game, Ocho? Turnovers. How does Dak play? Has, can you say Dak has played well with the exception? And even in the Green Bay game, his first one as a rookie, mm-hmm. outside of that game, can you say, you know what, man? The Cowboys defense let him down. Or can you go back and say, man, Dak threw two picks. Or the offense didn't do this. Because remember last year, they held, uh, uh, they held a 49ers to, what, 20 points? Yeah. Cowboy, uh, and the Cowboys scored 12. Last year, the year before that, they got 23. Right. And the Cowboys scored, what, 16. Mm-hmm. So we keep hearing about this. See, this is the way I measure greatness on an offense and a defense. Right. Can you go get done what you need to get done when you absolutely have, have to, to get, get it done? done? Right. If you're a great defense on third down, can you go get them off the field? Can you do it? If it's third down, can you go get a first down to make sure their Mm -hmm. offense don't get back on the field Mm -hmm. or you keep matriculating the ball down the field and getting field goal range or get a touchdown? That's the sign of greatness. See, you scoring 100 points, don't tell me nothing because I need to see can you go get 25 when you have to, and it's a nip-tuck ball game. Now, what have you seen through five games this year when the Cowboys need it? Can they get it? You know, everything for the Cowboys this, this season has really been defense. It's been defense. It's been defense. And that, that is what has been bailing them out. Offensively, they hadn't really been scoring the points that they need to. Now, listen to me. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you when you're right. That's one thing about it. I'm not, okay. not going to argue or fight with you about what I can see because I've I, I, I seen the eye test. I've done, done the eye test. Oh, yeah, you got all your glasses. But, yeah, so I, you I, should I got be able to see real good. I, I can okay. see, but. <laughs> but, but listen, it's early in the season. We, we had the quarter pole. We got a, we got a long way to go. The yes. regular season will always go well for the Cowboys. How do we fix the mistake? I keep saying we. How do they? How do they fix the mistakes so when you get to the postseason, you don't end up with the same results as always? Mm-hmm. The quarterback play. The quarterback play from Dak has been phenomenal on from an interception standpoint. That perspective, he's fixed that issue. This year. Yeah, this year until tonight. Now tonight it was very Hold unfortunate. Where you where you're having you you're, you're behind. And you're putting yourself in a position where you have to throw the ball. You have to throw the and ball. What? Yes. Interceptions. What was the other game that he threw the interception in? Um, it was only one. Arizona. Whoa, whoa. It was only, it was only Arizona. one. Yeah. yeah, it was only one. Arizona. It, and why did he throw that interception? Because they were behind? Yeah. And the possessions matter? Right, right, right. The right. downs matter? The throws matter? But, he, but you know, when you you know what you do? You know what you do? Well, it's easier defensively when the team is behind and you know they have to throw the ball. All you have to do is play back. You just put that umbrella oh. and keep keep everything in front of you. That's what makes it so well, much how, easier when you have to play from behind how, for a defense. How much, how much easier is it to play quarterback when your defense gives you 21 and your uh, special teams give you short fields? How much easier is it to play quarterback then? I mean, once you got that short field, it, it, you, would think, you would think it's much easier to score and put up points. Oh, you think so? So go back and look at what they did against the Cowboys defense did against the Giants. Go back and look at what they did against the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Go back and look at the, what they did against the Jets. Now, all of a sudden, when they couldn't get pick sixes mm-hmm. and they couldn't get scooping scores right. and the special teams didn't set up short fields, look at what they did against Arizona and look at what they did right. against the 49ers. They, they didn't, they didn't now, put this up what points. We, is, is Dak still – because you remember the guy asked him, uh, 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 asked him about the 49ers last year. Yeah. And Dak said he was pissed. I said, you trying to piss me off? Mm-hmm. Now, last season, they lost in the playoffs 19 to 12. Yep. The Cowboys defense gave up 19 points. Mm-hmm. In today's game, you hold a team under 20, you're supposed to win that yep. game. The previous year, they gave up, they, they lost 23 17. Mm-hmm. Tonight, it's 42 10. 
Now, I don't know about you, but it's going in the wrong direction. Yeah. It's going in the wrong direction, but again, it's week five. It's week five, Unc. You know that. You you know that. Okay. And there's some some of the scores that you're saying, the games will be closer later on in the season. I mean, later on on the back end of the season, you know, especially postseason time, the games are going to be much closer. You're not blowing nobody out, no 40 to goddamn 10. 42 to 10 for that matter. That last three games against the 49ers, he has three touchdowns and six INTs. Can I interest you in that? Can you win? Can you win with those stats? You 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 can't win with those stats. But what we what we're doing is we taking away the greatness of what the 49ers defense is or so team the, in general. You, but you've been telling me for the first four weeks the Cowboys are great. So it's two greats against one. I, I, it's two greats going two behemoths. I, Boom. I don't recall ever saying the Cowboys are great. I said they. Hey, I said the Cowboys were a good. I said the Cowboys are a good team that would be in contention. Don't do that, Ocho. I, I, they, you know, listen, they're America's team. Their brand sells itself. Jerry sells the brand of America's team and them being great itself. I don't have to do it. How about this? Let's let's give the let's talk about some of the 49ers. Mm-hmm. Because what they're able to do, Kyle Shanahan, he does he does so much with Debo. Mm-hmm. He does so much with IU. Mm-hmm. Kittle. And how many guys you how many fullbacks are they gonna run a Texas route with? He's throwing the ball to his fullback. fullback. He's putting McCaffrey. It's it's so hard to de- because you gotta you gotta defend mm-hmm. every blade of grass because Brock Purdy is not afraid. He's unafraid to throw the ball to anybody that has an eligible number. And when you got Big 71, they made a mistake. I would have never put Michael Parsons. I'm never putting my best pass rusher mm-hmm. on Trent Williams right. because you're neutralizing him. Yeah. Yeah. He's done. Because now I can slide, I can, I'm gonna go rip mm-hmm. all day. Right. I'm going rip all because day because you know, Trent you know, Williams you know, is going to... You know the left side is taken care it's of. It's over. It's over. It's over. Right. So you wait, so you wasting your best pass mm-hmm. rusher trying to go against him. I'm Look, I understand that you try to get Michael on his mm-hmm. blind side, but you knew they, you do understand that guy's a 10-time yeah. pro bowler that's protecting yeah. the blind side. So that is... I mean, that's not the blind side of the movie. <laughs> that's a real protector back there. So, see, he, he he the real deal. Listen, but the 49ers are unbelievable because they can run it, they can throw it. Ayuk is great, run after the catch. Mm-hmm. Kittle had an outstanding game. Debo was sensational. Mm-hmm. McCaffrey, again, got the ball in the end zone. He he coughed it up. He's going to be kicking himself yeah. because that game was about to get out of hand. Yeah. It was really about to get out of hand. It ended up getting out of hand, yeah. Ocho, but it was about to get out of hand a lot sooner than what yeah. it did. I, I think it's almost unfair. when I When I thought about it, watching the game, and I, I felt bad for the Cowboys, offensively and defensively. No, no, seriously. <laughs> Why? For, because I, I'm, when I thought about it, it almost seemed unfair that the team that the 49ers have constructed, and and, I, and all I could think about was, in, in basketball terms, the Warriors. When the Warriors had Kevin Durant, they had Steph, yeah. and they had Clay. It's like it, mm-hmm. it shooters all over the place. And then you have someone like right. Shanahan with the creativity that he has in calling plays yes. and being able to put the, the ball in Brock Purdy's hands and understand... I don't have to worry about him throwing interceptions. He's always going to he's, he's always going to get the ball. The ball is coming out on all time and routes. He's putting it right in between yes. the numbers and everything yes. is working. And the funny thing about it is when McCaffrey is hitting and he's on fire, it makes the passing game that much easier. So it's like yeah. how do you stop that? Who has the personnel in the NFL to stop that? That can stop the run, <laughs> that can stop the screenplay, the smoke routes and be able to defend <laughs> the short Intermediate and long balls. Yeah, you well, you got to pressure per, uh, uh, Purdy. You got to make it. You got to put him in a situation where he has to play. Because what if you notice they dictate everything? Yes, 
And when and as long as you're allowing Kyle to dictate, you got to uphill, you got to uphill climb. Now, Kyle knows uh, uh, Dan Quinn. He was his offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. So he knows what he likes to run. Right. He knows what he likes to do. Mm-hmm. And he got the personnel. He has one offensive lineman that can neutralize. So now we can take our fullback and chip his way mm-hmm. out. We can take our tight end, chip his way out. And so, and that'll give the right guard a look. But they did an outstanding job with the pass rush of protecting mm-hmm. Purdy. But if you look at on his anticipatory skills, Ocho, the way he throws the mm-hmm. ball, when that receiver outside foot hits, the ball, and he's going to run the dagger route, mm-hmm. or he's going to run in it, that ball is gone. Yeah, it's already so out. by the time he gets to the middle, he hit, he hit I think it was Ayuk. He oh, hit that dig, that on dig the route. route. Yes, I know exactly which one you're talking about. It came right off the and, line and back ahead. Had, yeah. yeah, I know what you're talking about. There's nothing you that can do beautiful. about it. Beautiful. Nothing you can do. Yeah. I mean, this this was a this was a this was a clinic last night. Mm-hmm. I mean tonight. Brock Purdy, 70, 17 to 24, 252, four touchdowns, mm-hmm. nine touchdowns this season, mm-hmm. zero picks, nine point three yards attempt. For me, I know he doesn't have the gaudy numbers like a tour, right. but he has entered the MVP discussion. You know what? He doesn't have the Gotti numbers like Tua because he doesn't have the type of personnel that Tua has to work with. Like that's they got a four by one team out there in Miami. Yeah, they have a four by one team out here in Miami. In in the Bay Area, what they have is a bunch of dudes that put on their construction hat and they come to work and they're gonna chip. They're gonna chip you to death all the way down the field. All the way down the field. They're gonna keep on hammering and keep on hammering to get the job done out there in Miami. Listen. They gonna jump in. I think the Dolphins play the 49ers. Yeah, they do. I think the Dolphins play the 49ers. Yeah, that's gonna be a matchup. A a great matchup. That's gonna be a matchup. A great matchup. It's gonna be a matchup. So, because the thing, because what we Buffalo get kind of gave you the blueprint mm -hmm. of how to deal with the Dolphins. Yeah, pressure Tua. Yeah, yeah, get him off the spot. If you let him off the spot, if you let him have time, he gonna kill you. But you got. But the problem that they have is that you got to stop the run Mm -hmm. because a chain. I have a question. Is he the closest thing we've yeah. seen to Chris Johnson or Jamal Charles in a long time? Or is it, is, yeah. is that a fair assessment or am I tripping? Yes. 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 Yeah, he's a he's a there have been very few running backs mm-hmm. that I could that you can look back and say, you know what, he's a threat yeah. to hit his head on the goalpost every time <laughs> he touched the ball. He no, he he really is. Yeah. I mean, Ocho, the dude got 130, 140 yards on 10 carries. Yeah. That's that's college. Yeah. That's high school. Yeah. You don't do that in the NFL. No. Remember, he goes for 203 on like less than 20 carries yeah. against the Broncos. Yeah. He has seven, eight carries against a Buffalo mm-hmm. for 101. So he's put together the 100 yard games, and he might have 40 carries and got damn got over 400 yeah, yards already. That's crazy. Yeah. And then you got you got Reek out there, mm-hmm. and you got Waddle. And you got Barrios, mm-hmm. and you got uh, the tight uh, man. I mean, they 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 they're, they're loaded. Yeah. But it's going to be a great matchup. But I was very impressed. I think 49ers. I've had the 49ers number one mm-hmm. um, on my power ranking. They did nothing to disappoint me to, to say I should move them down. Whoa, number one. Yes. And your power ranking for what? NFC teams? You mean? Oh, you mean a total overall? Overall. They're number one for me. Over the Chiefs? How, how you? How, how did they leapfrog the Chiefs like yes. that? Just curious. Yeah. See, I, I I throw last year out the way. That dude, we starting this year. Okay. You, we starting, you starting this over. year. This, all all over. All over. You think right now? You think right now? The Chiefs are be, are a better team than the Niners right now. Okay. As we sit here okay. and talk. If you want to go that route, if you think the Chiefs are not better than the 49ers right now, then how did you leapfrog 
the 49ers over the Eagles. Oh, I'm just I'm leap for I'm not leapfrogging them. Right. I'm just saying my eye test. Okay. I'm watching these teams. I'm watching everybody right. play. Right. Now you tell you watched everybody. And I understand the Eagles are five and zero. Yeah. People are like, yeah. you got the yeah. you got the Eagles Talk to at me, five man. and zero, and they under forty nine. Yes, I do. Because what are you, what is the eye test? That's because at the end of the day, until they play each other. Mm -hmm. But right now, what did your eyes tell? Okay, you? the eye the, the eye test tells me that the forty nine ers are a great football team. And there is no weakness. But then when you look at the Eagles, the Eagles are a great football team with no weakness. With no weakness. And if the Eagles and the 49ers are to play, the personnel, the personnel that the Eagles have, I think will be better suited to play the 49ers than any other team in the NFL. Any other team because of the, sim the personnel they have, especially that interior, interior they had to work with. The D-line. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Because both, both, both of them have great uh, D-line and O-lines. Yeah. Because uh, you go on D-line, you go Jalen Carter, mm -hmm. and you go Fletcher Cox, Cox. and you go Sweat. Mm -hmm. You go those guys, uh, Brandon Graham. Um, so that would that would be a great matchup. Yeah. Let's turn to the AFC. Chiefs, Dolphins, Bengals. B Chiefs, Dolphins, and Bengals. They win. Mm -hmm. Bills, Raven lose. Let's start with the Chiefs first. Uh, looked like Travis Kelsey aborted a major injury. Yeah. I thought it was something really, really serious. I did too. Because he had a, the, the way he planted – and he just gave himself mm -hmm. up. So I'm like, oh, please don't let it be. And, you know, you know, he's like, damn it. Mm -hmm. But they win. Mahomes 31 of 41, 281, two touchdowns. What was the big takeaway for you in that game? Big takeaway for me in that game is when you have somebody like Patrick Mahomes, when you have arguably the best player, one of the best players to ever play the position, it makes mm -hmm. everyone else's job so much easier, regardless of the right. circumstance, regardless of what's going on, regardless of who goes out and who comes in. He reminds me of that piece that they had in New England at one point who played there for 20 years. <laughs> yeah, Like no matter who comes in, there's one piece of that puzzle that will always remain the same and will always give you a chance no matter what's around him. And that was Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. And he, yes. he showed that again today. Again yes. today. When you have... When you have that guy, I played with a guy, John was my John Elway, my quarterback. Mm -hmm. When you have that guy, even from a defensive standpoint, right. you know, even if we're down 10, mm -hmm. we're down 14, mm -hmm. we got a chance. Yeah. All we got to do is get a stop. We score, we get another stop, give the ball mm -hmm. back to seven. That's what Brady built. Brady would play bad the entire yeah, game. Except when it counted but most. He needs, he needs two drives That's it. in order to get his team a win. Mm -hmm. Oh, you might as well book it. Yeah. <laughs> you book it. And the funny, book the, the funny thing about it is those are pressure situations. And for some yes. reason, certain quarterbacks like Mahomes, Brady, Elway, Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, it's a small select few that always rise to the occasion. And what we, yeah. we would consider as even as a former athlete, pressure situations. And I think yes. that's a bad thing for other quarterbacks on other teams because you hold them to such a high standard that you expect that type of play consistently out of them, like we do the great ones, and that that's really not that's really not the makeup and the landscape of everybody at the position in the NFL. And I, I, I at times I think it's not fair and not fair. Boy, the, they they better be glad uh, uh, my homeboy didn't get D Hop. Can you imagine if he had a true number one, one receiver? Yeah, that that would have been nasty. That 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 would that would have <laughs> been nasty. That 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 would have been nasty. The Dolphins hammered the Giants. Mm -hmm. uh, the Giants passed the 2,000 Rams as the most yards through five games. Uh, Devon Achan, Achan mm -hmm. had 151 yards on 11 carries. 
The Dolphins had 222 rush yards on the day. Tua continues. He's still in the lead for my MVP. Right. 22 of 30, 308, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Uh, Tyreek, nine for a buck, 81, another touchdown. What did what what did you like about the Giants? What excuse me? What did you like about the Dolphins? Being able to pick up where they left off, knowing that what happened against the Bills that wasn't them, that wasn't mm-hmm. them. Again, and I just talked. We were just talking about we talked about how well the Forty ers are playing. Yes, this is what I say with the Dolphins when you play against a team that knows your tendencies, that has the personnel to stop you. You're not playing against the Bills every week, week in and week out. I think what we saw from the Dolphins today, they will be able to execute in that manner against any and everybody else they play that is not part of their division. Yes. Any and everybody. Anybody outside of the the Bills, and I don't think the Jets have anything to stop them. Yeah, because I don't think the Jets can can put enough fear in them offensively. No, no, New England doesn't have enough to stop them. No, so that, that was that that was beautiful from them. Beautiful from them, especially that the running game was going well. Tyreek Waddle catching passes, Barrios is catching passes on third downs, keeping the chains moving. Like, what, what do you do? What do you do? How how do you stop that? Yeah, I mean, this game would have really got out of hand had two and not thrown those two bad interceptions yeah. because the Giants scored their first touch. The Giants have yet to score through five weeks an offensive touchdown in the first half. They got their own lone touchdown this year in the first half on a 102-yard pick six. I saw something today, and you can take this however you want to, people out there listening. I don't think Daniel Jones is a very good quarterback, but his offensive line is worse at blocking than he is at quarterback. And now you got a match made in hell. I'm paying him $40 million if he can finish the season up right. I mean, because I watched, and I watched this game very closely today, Ocho. Ocho. I was watching. That man take three steps, his back foot hit, and the guy hitting him in the back of his head. Yeah, every time. I, I tweeted it out. I, I, I tweeted out at some point. I tweeted out, oh, my goodness, they going to get Daniel Jones hurt. And right after my tweet, yes. everybody sent me, oh, Daniel Jones just went out. Yeah. They were hitting him upside the head over and over. You can only take you can only yeah. take so much punishment for so long. We only in week five, man. We only in week five. Hold on. Think about what you said. There, you're in week five, and the Giants have allowed 30 sacks. Already. So let's go. Okay, you go to 10, that's 60. <laughs> you go to 15 games, that's 90. <laughs> so you tell me what quarterback. They're going to have to have an eight-man roster with just quarterbacks. Right, right. Because ain't no quarterback going to be able to. You, you think a quarterback can take that many hits. I'm saying sacked. Yeah. I'm not saying how many times they've been hit. Right. I'm saying the Giants have allowed 30 sacks. Mm-hmm. So how many hits have they allowed? Right. That's I, I feel, you know what, bro? Like I said, I, I feel bad for the man. Because so that's what it, that's what they're paying him for. So how about this? How about maybe he's not that bad yeah. of a quarterback, but the fact that he c- continues to get hit so much, gets sacked so much, it takes away from his ability to actually play the position at its highest level because of that. I'm well, just asking. What he should do, I'm, just, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm not taking up for him. Be, I'm that, just that, asking. That, no, that, that might be the case. But I think what he should do is find out what the Minnesota Vikings' favorite charity is and donate some money because they got him paid what he did in that playoff game. That got him paid, right. Ocho. That's what got him right. paid. One game. They disregarded everything that they had saw mm-hmm. up until that point right. and said, you know what? This is who we can be moving forward. Right. So, But you pay... 
it's like it's like I'm worth I'm worth forty million dollars, but I live in a dilapidated building, <laughs> and I wonder why I got I I got I got, I'm breathing in mold and asbestos mm-hmm. and rats are walking. Look at that offensive line. Yeah. That offensive line is terrible. Yeah, terrible. Listen, it's it's unfortunate. It, it's it's very it's very unfortunate, especially especially today. Today's showing, especially after Evan Neal came out and said what he said, and to have a day like Man. to have a day like the day, you know, and where your quarterback goes I out, him talk. your quarterback goes out, and he leaves the game with the injury, like pride, pride alone, pride in itself, should should have you blocking anything trying to get to him. The Giants offensive line, but they shouldn't even talk. They should hold up cue cards. Say, we're not going to talk until we win a game. I mean, y'all getting that man hit. They hit that man everywhere but the bottom of his feet. <laughs> they hit him, like you said, they hit him inside his head. They hit him in his back. They hit him in his ass. They hit him in his thigh, his ankles. The only thing he didn't get hit was his cleat. So, bottom of his feet. What do you do? What's the answer? Because Tyrod, Tyrod Taylor came and he tried to do what he could. He tried to move the ball, tried to move it efficiently. And they, and they hammering they, him. He would get hit. <laughs> and they be- <laughs> Tyrod was getting hit you know, too. Yeah, you, know, you know Tyrod come to the game all dressed up, yeah. man. He left. They done tore all his clothes <laughs> up off like he got in a fight with a tiger. <laughs> man, that Louis, all the high end stuff that he be wearing, they had to rip the shreds off my man. I say, what well, damn, Tyrod? While we all love watching our favorite teams on television, there's nothing better than being at a game live and in person. Sitting courtside, take it from me. And the best way to get tickets to any of these games is on Game Time, the fastest growing ticket app in the U.S. Game Time is obsessed with finding ways to help you save money on tickets. You can find exclusive flash deals and sponsor deals on games and concerts daily. The zone deals, you pick the section and Game Time picks the seat for an average savings of 18%. And with Game Time Guarantee, you'll always get the best price. If you find the tickets in the same section and roll for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. So take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and redeem code NIGHTCAP for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, download Game Time app, enter the code NIGHTCAP. That's N-I-G-H-T-C-A-P for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. MTV's official challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's get to your team. The Bengals <laughs> bounce back in a big way. Joe Burrow, 36-46, 317, three touchdowns. Jamar Chase, three touchdowns coming into week. Uh, uh, he has set a Bengals record. 15 catches, a buck 92 Three tubs. Like he you told know. him last week. Pardon my, pardon my, pardon. Don't pardon. Go ahead and say but it. But I'm always open. He said, "What do he say, Ocho?" I'm always open. I'm always fucking open. And he meant every yeah, word of it. it. He, he meant, meant every it. word he of it. He meant it. And, and Joe and Joe was looking for him, and he did a great job of of getting open mm-hmm. and staying open. Mm-hmm. And the 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 Bengals needed this. They needed a game. They're like, okay, this is us. Mm-hmm. This is the way we're supposed to play. Yeah. This is the way Joey B is supposed to do it. This is the way Jamar Chase. Because here's the thing. Remember T. Higgins. I don't think T. Higgins played. Did no, T. Higgins no, play? T, I don't T, think T. T Higgins hurt, played. T. Hurt. Irwin. Irwin okay, played. So Irwin had a big day. Yeah. But Boyd was, was huge for mm-hmm. him in the slot. And so now Chase knows, bro, I got to stand tall. Mm-hmm. I got to be what my jersey number says. Receiver number one, I got to be him for real. Yeah. Because I ain't got my brother on the other side mm-hmm. that's going to lift anything. Right. Hey, anytime you see one, if Joey, if you see one guy on me, throw it. Mm-hmm. If you see two guys on me, throw <laughs> it. If you see three guys on me and they want, and two of them back turn, throw it. it. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. So, <laughs> what, what you saw today, I, I like the creativity, obviously, that they were doing offensively. I think. The Cardinals, I'm not sure what the Cardinals were thinking. At, 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 there were a few times they tried to bracket him, and, and it, it didn't work on that third touchdown in the back of the end zone. They tried to bracket him, but right. it was too late. You know, they, Joey had right. to flush a little he, bit. He was able to find him a little yeah. late. Mm-hmm. The other plays, I don't know. I, it, was it Corden? No, it, was, it wasn't Corden. That touchdown over the top. Yeah, over, over the top. He, he, yeah, I'm like, bro, what you – safety. You got to get on your horse. He was on his horse. But, Chase is just that fast. The front side safety squatted for no reason, mm-hmm. bro. You got to keep sinking. Oh, you know what the slot the slot dude was? He was covered. I'm not sure why he even dropped down. To even try to cover that. There, there was you. no point. He was already. There, there was you. no point. But uh, that's called that's, that's called overcoaching. They they needed that game. He he. <laughs> idiot. The Bills uh after a big game last week they about. Josh Allen, 27 of 40, 359, two touchdowns, one interception. Mm. The Buffalo Bills, 15 yards on 10 carries. They lose to the Jags. Mm. Is that, was that 
bad Bills or good Jags? I think it's good Jack, good Jag defense because that defense is very good. The Jag defense is very good, and obviously they they are potent on offense as well with Calvin Ridley, Travis Etienne, and we know what Trevor Lawrence can do. But they got Christian Kurtz. They got they got yeah. uh, Jones. Mm-hmm. They got Zay Jones. Yeah. They got Evan Ingram. Mm-hmm. They got some. They've done a great job. Uh, Dougie P has done a great job mm-hmm. of surrounding Trevor mm-hmm. with some nice pieces. Uh, Calvin Ridley on that big third down, mm-hmm. he runs the go route from mm-hmm. the slot. And my grandma used to always say, Ocho, mm-hmm. boy, if you leave your if you leave your door open, flies come in. <laughs> if you impress coverage, yeah. you cannot open the door. Mm-hmm. Flies will come I in mean, your house. Yeah. So if you're in a press position, either press. If you're not gonna press, back your butt up. Because yeah. what did he do? He opened the door, flies came in his house. Yeah. 39 yards later, Calvin really had a first mm-hmm. down. Listen, I, I always said as a former DB myself, if you're gonna press, you gotta get your oh. hands on him or at least try. Yes. Do something. Don't get up there and be pretty because you're not you're not gonna be able to shadow nobody from up that close. No, challenge, and challenge that's my him. thing. Guys, get up there. Do you realize what you've done? Mm-hmm. Is that if you get in a press position mm-hmm. and you open the door, mm-hmm. he's already even with you. Yeah. At least if you were back, he would have to run, run to, to catch you up with you. So just think about what you've done. Now you're in a you're in a he's going, he's going that way. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have to turn. And open your mm-hmm. hips. It's not very many DBs in the history of the game. There have been a few, maybe time mm-hmm. and, and and a Daryl Green mm-hmm. that can turn, open the hips, and just mm-hmm. be in a, and be in your hip pocket, yeah. foot to foot. But most of the time, yes, mm-hmm. most of the time you're not going to be able to do that. It ain't happening. So if you're going to get up there in that press position, you got to put hands on that man. Yeah, yeah. I think the the outcome of the game. I'm not sure if it, it would have been different. Because the Bills were able to throw the ball. They were able to throw the ball a little bit. But you got to establish a running game. You got to establish a running game to keep yeah, the defense that, that, honest. You killer. got to establish a running game. If you can't yeah. establish a running game, it makes everything that much easier from a defensive standpoint on what plays are called. Because, okay, yeah. we're not even blitzing like that. And our front four is really stopping you. Ed Oliver had a yeah. fucking day. Oh, excuse me. My bad. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I, I think Matt Milano getting injured really hurt mm-hmm. them because now you saw the Jags because he's good at run stuffing mm-hmm. and he can drop in pass mm-hmm. coverage. So now you take the heartbeat of that defense out. And remember, just think I was and I was saying the Bills have gonna get even better because of the way Milano was playing right. and they're about to get Von Miller back. Mm-hmm. So now you got a guy that can turn the lights out of the building and you don't have to do anything for right. him. And you got Milano playing at a, at an all pro level. Mm-hmm. And now he goes down. He's lost from the season, broken. I think it said fibula or tibia ah. and possible uh, ACL uh, damage. We're hoping that's not the case, but it looks like he's done for the season. Um, but you're right. Buffalo is going to have to find some resemblance mm-hmm. of a run game. Mm-hmm. You just can't ask Josh to drop back and throw the ball 40, 50 times a game mm-hmm. and expect to win. No, no. I mean, it's, it's possible. It's possible, especially with what they have offensively. But you can't be playing. You can't be playing a team that is really, really good on defense, and really has yeah, a very, I, I, very good offense, and expect to win by not running the ball. That's not going to happen. Now you playing the Broncos, think, somebody like that. I, I, I understand, <laughs> and no disrespect to them. I'm, I'm just saying, based on what they've showed this year, there's certain teams right. you can get away with that. You could not have a run right. game and just throw the ball up and down the field. I think the problem that. The reason why I say Buffalo can't do that because Josh is turnover prone. And the more time you ask him to put the ball in the air, right. 
the greater the greater chances the chances he's are he's right, going to turn right. it over. Yes, sir. So I wouldn't ask him to do that, but they've got to get some resemblance of a running game. The Ravens and the Ravens and Lamar Jackson fall apart offensively, and they lose to the Steelers. Mm-hmm. What? What what happened to Baltimore? We'll we'll get we'll touch on the Steelers in a minute. What happened to Baltimore? Again, like I like I told you, those divisional games, those divisional games, playing Steelers, Ravens, it's always like that. It's it's dirty, it's grimy, nothing about it is pretty, and you get situations like that. In the fourth quarter, when you need it most, at times it's very difficult. It's very difficult when you have someone that knows what you do. They know what you do well. They know how to counter everything that you are going to do, and they know how to stop it. Then you have the personnel in that AFC Mm -hmm. North. You have the personnel on how to deal with Lamar, how to deal with the runs, how to deal with the RPOs, the play actions. And that that's just how that's just how those games go in that division. And it's always that way. The games are always close. It's never it's never pretty. It ain't no, never pretty no. in the in the scoring and is never high. And it's out of Cleveland, the Brown, I mean the Browns, the Bengals, the Steelers, every game they play is always like that. Very seldom is it a high scoring, a pretty game like we saw tonight with the with the Cowboys in um in the nineties. In the, 90s. It's, it's, in the Yeah, never a blowout like that. Always close. Close and ugly. But the Ravens had this game. They did, yeah. Right before the right before this half, right before the half, mm-hmm. it's fourth down. Mm-hmm. They're twenty seconds on the clock, and the Ravens try to get cute, kick the field goal. Don't talk about well, we didn't want to give them a chance, chance. to go, bro. If they go down the field in sixteen seconds, mm-hmm. if Kenny Pickett can take them down the field and get in field goal range, that's your defense. That's on your defense. You got cute. The center snapped the ball when he wasn't supposed to, mm-hmm. and then you end up getting no. You end up getting no points. They drop five passes. Everybody knows Nelson Aguilar. His nickname is 50-50. There's a 50% chance he catch it. There's a 50% chance he drop it. Okay. He had a go ball for a touchdown. He dropped it. That, that's him. Go back and look. Go back and look at, look at it with the Raiders. Go back and look at the Patriots. Go back and look at it with the Eagles. I'm not making this stuff up. Yeah, no. He's, he, has more, he has more retriever than receiver. Retriever will pick up something that you throw mm-hmm. out there and bring it back to you. He won't, a receiver will catch it. So he has more retriever in him. I'll bring it back to you after he's hit the ground as opposed to catching Listen, it on the fly. Don't, 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 talk, don't talk about my dog like that. Don't, don't, don't do him like that. Listen, we all drop balls. We all drop balls. But he, the one he dropped, it was magnified because it was a, it was a very important, important catch that would have given them six points. It would have given him six points. Yeah. Rashad Bateman also had an important drop in the end zone as they well. They had five drops. They had five drops. Yep. But Lamar threw a horrible interception, Ocho. Yeah. You can't throw the back shoulder and miss inside. Right. The reason why you throw the back shoulder is because the guy is inside. Right. 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 You you can't you cannot miss that bad, Lamar. Yeah. You got to, you've got that's third down, Ocho. At worst case scenario, mm-hmm. we've got to come away with points. Right. Forget, even if we don't score a touchdown, Ocho, mm-hmm. we can't end the drive. With a turnover, we just can't. Right. Shit happens. You've been in that position before. Maybe not in the position yes. of playing quarterback, but understanding the mistakes that happen when pressure situations like that, when you want to win, when you want to be precise, when you want to throw that ball on the back shoulder, on on that, that upfield shoulder away from the DB, sometimes it yes. doesn't come out right. And that was that was the result. That was the result for the day. Bro, bro he's lost his seventh fumble of the season. Yeah. He's got to do a better job of taking care of the football, Ocho. We can't look. Here's the thing: 
this is what this is what the coaches always said. Look, guys are gonna get beat. They get paid too, mm. but let's not exacerbate a situation. If a guy gets beat, right. if a guy misses a play, mm-hmm. don't exacerbate it by fumbling the football, right. by giving them the ball. Mm-hmm. Let's just make sure we hold on to the oh, ball right. and either punt it away or get another crack at them. Mm-hmm. He's got to do a better job. And I'm going to say something that's very unpopular right now. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you a question. I'm going to take T.J. Watt, and I'm a, what he's been doing the last five years, and I'm going to put him on the Cowboys. And I'm going to take Michael Parson with what he's been doing, and I'm going to put him on the Steelers. Right. What you think? You still getting the same production? I'm. I think T.J. Watt is better. Whoa, 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 whoa! I say you still getting the same production, bro. You still, you still TJ, getting the same. T.J. Watt had twenty-two same. and a half sacks. Go, go look at the numbers. Oh yeah. Go look at the numbers. Go look at the numbers. You say I'm getting the same production. Look at the sack numbers. Mm-hmm. I'm just okay. How long has Michael been in the league? Three years. This is three. This is this year is three. Yeah, this is only. It's only. It's only year three. This is three. Okay. It's only year okay. three. Okay. Let's look at let, we're gonna put up the sacks. We're gonna put up the sack totals. We're gonna t- tackle for losses. We're gonna put force fumbles. Mm-hmm. Cause all I know is TJ Watt is kicking down the door oh, yeah. every day. Every every time. Every time, no matter who they playing. I mean, he's he's is he and Minka Fitzpatrick are the Steelers defense. They they are the I Steelers mean, defense. Look, uh Highsmith was outstanding today mm-hmm. also. Highsmith had a, a, a big strip sack. Yeah. Uh but I believe if T.J. Watt was doing what he's doing in Pittsburgh, was doing it for the Cowboys, because mm. you got to understand, the Cowboys are on TV every effing Sunday right. because they draw. So everybody, Fox want them on, mm-hmm. CBS want them on, mm-hmm. NBC wants them on, ESPN wants well, them on. It was a time the Steelers you... were like that, though, now. It was the time. Oh, yeah, 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 they, they, was, but they, they were. But the Cowboys have always been like right. that. Even when the Cowboys was, was bad, the Cowboys was, was on TV because, because of that fan base. Absolutely. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Absolutely. Yeah, that was, before, that was before me. Right now, my eyes, on a consistent basis, it tells me T.J. Watt is better than Micah. You know what? Everything is everything is. And I love my every everything is based off stats. Everything is based off stats, and that's all we have to go off of. That's all we have to go off of. But I think if you were to ask defensive coordinators or ask other defensive ends, just off an eye test, they are both phenomenal. They're both they're they're both yeah. they're, they're both good. So it's like it's like it's it's a, it's a hard choice for me. Because it's like, like, we judge in a con, we judge in a beauty contest. Yeah, both we can't have we can't them. have two we can't have two Miss Americas. We can't have so two you, Miss you, Universe. You gotta, on you gotta pick one. You gotta pick one. Well, I, I like I like Michael Parsons. I mean, not, that, okay. not, that's nothing against T.J. Watt. That's like saying no. that's like saying Rihanna Beyonce. Well, goddamn, either way you go, you can't go wrong. You gotta take one. It's based on preference. No, it was, okay, no preference. Right, how about this? How about this? I got one better for you. Michael Jordan what? or LeBron? You already know. Stop playing with me. You know Gold James is where it's at. See? But, but either way, either way, no matter which way you go, you still can't go wrong. You're still right. One of the few times where it's a win, it's a win-win. Oh, going to agree with it, something. Yeah, it's huh? a win-win. Either way. Okay. So if you had to rank the AFC right now, how would you rank them? Chiefs, obviously. Um, I, I, I had to. Back- Over your Dolphins? Yeah, I thought you loved the Dolphins. I do. I, do. Yeah, I love. I love the Dolphins, but I. <laughs> I, I, I am also. I, I want to stay within reality too, based on you know those who who've had two Super Bowls in the last four years. Chiefs, 
my Dolphins. I like to say my Bengals are back on track. I like to say so my you Bengals. You got them in front of the Bills. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. Most definitely. And I obviously had the Bills right, right after that. I would go Dolphins, Chiefs, whoa, whoa, Bills. Whoa. Yeah. I, I test. I, I test. I'm, I'm just going out there. Okay, okay, I'm okay. just going out okay. there. I'm just going out there. I'll stay with that. I'll stay with that. I got Dolphins, Chiefs, Bills, Jags, Bengals. Come on. Come on. Come on now with the bullshit now. I don't even curse because I'm saved, but here you go with the bullshit. Jags, Bengals. Jags, Bengals. That's why I'm at. I thought you were doing the eye test. I do die. So if you doing the eye test, I mean, you, if, you if you doing the eye I test, I was watching bang- the Bengals. My eyes were crossed. I've been watching the Bengals. <laughs> they be going all over the place. I'm like, well, damn, what y'all doing this way? <laughs> so that why that why I had to put I had to put them in five. <laughs> so that why I'm at with that one, oh Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all be all over the place on Joe, so I don't know what y'all what I'm gonna get with y'all. Come, come on, man. Come on. Man, you got me sweating up in here. Hey. George. Hey. Hey, hey don't do my boy. Oh shit. Oh, my stomach hurt. But y'all, I mean, oh. consider considering, oh, Ocho, you know there was oh, a point in time hurt. that you guys weren't in the top five. Yeah. It took a performance like today yeah. just to get y'all to five from me. That's what I kept trying to tell you, though. I kept trying to get you to understand. I know what you're seeing right now is not really us. And I kept trying to tell you and explain that to you. Don't worry about what's going on at the beginning of the season. We always start over. You know y'all two. got the 49ers, right? Who? Y'all got the 49ers, We're going to win that game, too. Oh, let me get, let's get some on it right now. Oh, let's do Dylan let, right let's now. Bet. Let, let's, let's bet. bet. And, you know, I'm not even a gambler man, but I bet whatever. I bet whatever I get, I guarantee, and I'm standing on business, like like oh, like I'm one. standing on business, like Drusky say. I guarantee you, we beat the 49ers, and we going okay. and we going to Levi Stadium. I don't even wear Levi's. I wear I only wear five hundred ones. Yeah, I do. They gonna beat the they gonna beat the blue jeans off you. Well, it's one thing. It's one thing. You if if you know about this NFL week in and week out. Ain't no telling the team that you expect to win each week. It don't. It don't always go the way you think it's gonna go. And I'm telling you right now because I got the script. If you a betting man, listen to me. Don't listen to Shannon. I guarantee you, when All they right. get done with y'all, I bet they beat the back pockets off y'all jeans. You'll see, see when I was coming, when I was coming up, I know you didn't know anything about the most smooth booties. The, <laughs> the women had jeans that didn't have back pockets on them. We called them smooth booties. Nah. So when they get done with y'all, y'all gonna have no back pockets on the back of y'all jeans. You see. What's the bet? What's okay. the bet? Uh, make, make, make it light. Make it light on yourself, man. Make it light on yourself. I want uh. We better ban. Let's better ban. A ban. You talking about March? Yeah. March one hundred. <laughs> you know, I tell you what I want. This is what I want. I want. I tell you what. This is what we're gonna do. I'm on a. I want to bet a hundred dollars, and I want. I want you to pay mine off in Buffalo Nickels. Buffalo Nickel? Yeah. 
Because I want you to go to the bank and ask the cashier, can she, you get $100 of Buffalo nickels? And she's going to say, Mr. Johnson, why do you need Buffalo nickels? And then you're going to say, because I lost a bet to Shannon Sharp. See, I don't want your money. I want your pride. <laughs> See, damn, your money. I got money. I want your pride. I want you to go explain to people why you need $100 worth of Buffalo nickels. Listen, it's too, <laughs> it's, I'm never wrong when it comes to the game of football. You don't understand. Okay. I have the script. And, Say in the, in the way in the way the season is going, you know, we next week, not this weekend, the weekend after, because we play we play the Seahawks first, and then we got wait, we want to Seahawks. No, y'all wait. This is what it's like. It's like a month away before they. Y'all no, play, no, no, uh, no, 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 no. When did they play? When the when the Bengals? I, th- face, I thought it was uh, the fifteenth. No, the fifteenth we play the Seahawks. Then we play the 49ers, Then we got the bye week. Or I might be wrong. In two weeks. In two weeks. So I'm right. Yes. Yeah, see, I told you. Yeah. Seahawks come to us, then we go to Levi Stadium, and we finna win. Ooh. Y'all had y'all got to buy. It's in three weeks. Okay. So y'all play Seattle, buy, then the okay. 49ers. Okay, so I, I was right then. I was right. Yeah. You know what it is. Well, you, you was right Bet. when y'all played, but you're going to be right that y'all going to win. Bet. Bet is on. Oh, we, we, we see. And bet that band, too. Go ahead. Bet that band. Bet. Okay. Dad, bet. bet it. You act like you said something. <laughs> bet. I, I just want I just want I just want Sherelle to know she right that's a thousand dollars. That's a thousand dollars off that gift. Sherelle, your gift just cost a thousand dollars less. Cause he just lost some money. I, I'm, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get the band from her if I do lose. <laughs> that ain't got nothing to do with me. It's gonna spend the same. Uh the Broncos lose again to the Jets. We all know what Sean Payton said earlier uh uh in the offseason. It was the worst coaching job about Nathaniel Hackett. He's now the offensive coordinator for the Jets. He was formerly the head coach of the Broncos. And Sean Payton and Russ exchanged words on the sideline. Is this marriage going to end after this season? Or do, do they do they start like, you know what? We know we're going to end it after this season. And then we just go ahead and just start try to get Caleb Williams. Wait, they can't end it. How are they going to end it? They just paid him. Oh, they get nothing from it. He gonna be he, he not gonna be in Denver after this year. They just paid him. How you how you gonna go anywhere? I don't know. I don't know how the cap stuff work and, and dead money and all that They're stuff. Eat, the, the Packers are eating 50, 50 million in dead money. Right. Or Aaron Rodgers. They you did you see what they did with Nick Fold and all that money, dead money that the Eagles ate and 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 Indy ate? They don't care nothing about that, man. They eat that dead money. Caleb Williams to Denver. Is that is that what we doing? Yep. Might as well. Wait, already? Yeah. Hey, y'all be throwing. I mean, we y'all, we well, we, we, y'all be throwing in the towel so man, you early. Wa- man. You watching Russ. You watching okay. What chance do the Broncos have? You watching Russ play. Russ can't move anymore. What made Russ unique was his ability to skate the rush. Russ Russ can't outrun me. He can't get away from his kids. If his kids, his two and three-year-olds start chasing him, they catch him. Well, you watching the game? I'm not telling you anything, Ocho, that people don't see. People, I mean, sometimes they're showing you. I'm just telling you, what do you see? Russ cannot get away from the the rush anymore. 
Like I, I don't, I, I, it's hard for me to even sit here. And I'm trying to think, conjure up something to defend Russ Witt, but it's it's hard. It, it, well, go ahead, try. I'm, 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 I mean, because at first it was Nathaniel Hackett. Remember, it was Nathaniel right. Hackett. He should have been the coordinator. He should have been the head coach. He should have called plays. So now, now then, look, I'm not saying I'm not I'm not saying that he's not. Uh, 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 Sean Payton is not without blame here right. now because here's the problem that Russ has. Sean Payton coaches hard. Russ has never been coached like that. You see, it's easier to be coached hard and go somewhere easy as opposed to being somewhere easy and then being coached hard. hard. Well, I mean, he's been playing football all his life. And I'm sure at some point, some some point along that journey, he's had a coach that you know was a little hard on him. Especially you can't you can't be soft about it, especially at this level. You just told me now. I remember you and I was having a conversation earlier. Yeah. Earlier when we first started a mm-hmm. uh, 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 night camp, mm-hmm. you said they talk to the quarterbacks differently. They treat the quarterback differently. Well, yeah, you, now you, you, you got. Now you're not supposed to. I mean, as as you know, you know that's rule. Call the rule number one. You never chastise your quarterback in front of the team or other players. You you just don't. That that's 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 the way. Oh, it's, publicly, yeah, publicly, yeah. You just you just don't. Right. But Sean Payton coaches hard. Right. 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 Bill Parcells is his mentor. Yeah, Tom Coughlin. Okay. Okay. He also, guess who else could learn up on the uh, Parcells? Mm-hmm. Bill Belichick. Yeah. Now, what did you say Bill Belichick? What did you say Bill Belichick did with Tom Brady the first time, that oh, first meeting? Oh, man, he let, he let him have it in front of the whole team. Oh. And listen, that moment, I understood that everybody in that room was expendable. <laughs> Every, everybody in that room was expendable. It's the year they lost to the Jets when uh, Mark Sanchez yeah. was a quarterback in the playoffs. Mark Sanchez, yeah, Rex Ooh. Ryan was the D coordinator. Man, he said this. It, the 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 whole point of the season hadn't even started yet. This is the first goddamn meeting. This is the bullshit we can't have if we thinking about getting to a Super Bowl. And he put on all the mistakes because Russ is was careless with the football. Mm-hmm. You know? Do you realize? That Russ had 70 yards passing through three quarters. Yeah. Yeah. But is that not on Sean Payton? And DJ Reed and DJ Reed was out of the game. Look here. I don't care what type. I give you some terrible ingredients. I don't care what type of chef you are. Right. You can't make it taste good. Right. Okay. Boom. Bingo. First year together. First year together. Getting to know each other. Are we throwing in the towel on that already? On that, on that relationship? Already. Oh, okay, let me ask you a question. If you spend, let's just say for the sake of argument, you say, you know what, you and the wife say, you know what, we gonna splurge, you know what, we gonna go get this pad down in Tampa. Right. That thing twenty, that thing twenty million. Mm. Are you expecting to do any upgrades, or are you expecting to move in? For twenty million, I'm moving in. Okay, and everything Broncos, better be ready. The Broncos ownership, the Walton Penner family, right. they paid a coach eighteen million, mm. and they paying a quarterback forty seven million. Mm. And you talk about we gonna build, we got time to do what? <laughs> not, not got sixty five. Not if I got sixty five million, sixty five million dollars tied up in quarterback and a head coach. I ain't waiting on nothing. Hey, sometimes you you can't pay you can't pay your way to success. Sometimes you got to work on it. Sometimes you you got to work your way through it. You can't. It's like something when you get married. You have the you have the you, ceremony. You have the reception. You have the honeymoon. You think things are gonna go good. Sometimes it goes up. Sometimes it comes down. But you got to keep on working on it until you find that happy medium right in the goddamn middle. And that's where they at right now. Ocho, it takes a special type of coach to come in and coach. It's almost like dating someone with kids. Is mm-hmm. he said, man, them ain't my damn kids. I ain't finna put up with that oh, bull job. Hey, hey, listen, you, that's something special now. 
when you date a woman with kids, you know what you don't have to worry about? She gonna always have snacks in the cupboard. Well, no, hey, she gonna always have some snacks. Okay, snacks, in the, snacks, in the, snacks in the cupboard. And Sean paid like, hold on, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't trade for him. Right, right. I ain't pay him. You know how coaches yeah. like to get their players. Right. Just like a general manager likes to get his coach. Mm-hmm. New ownership like to get their coach. Right. I won't mind. This is mine. But what is the best fit? Where's the where's another option outside of Russell Wilson after the season? Where, where are we going? What are we doing? Think about it. Let's think long term. What's the long term answer to the situation right now? Back and fix I, I think, it. I think I think I think Sean Payton wants his he wants his look. Who? Drew Brees? Drew saying, Brees ain't walking through that door. No, 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 no. no. Drew, Drew, Drew was done. Drew had no more, had no more tread on the tire. <laughs> but could I let me ask you a question? Now, last year, they were two and three. They're one and four. Mm. And you supposedly, allegedly, they got better coaching. Allegedly better, Russell was supposed to be better. Mm-hmm. You tell me Russ looks better this year than he looked last year. And he looked like Stir Fry last year. Now, right now, he looking like Mumu Galpan. Who? Yeah. <laughs> I ain't even say General Joe's chicken. He Mumu. See, I can tell you on these Chinese food. Nah, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know them people. Yeah, he Mumu. He ain't even stir fry. So we only at the quarter pole of the season. Are you giving up on Russ? Are you giving up on the Broncos in general? You're just, just asking because. Well, look, I, the Broncos, we look. I understand that we got Sean Payton, but look, they saw Russ. Right. It's like a fighter. You remember what he once was, mm. but what do you see now? What do you see, Ocho? But listen, sometime that fighter, they can catch their second win. Sometime that fighter catch their second win in that seventh round, and all of a sudden you get to round eight, nine, and 10, 11, and 12, just, and it's a whole different fight. It's a different fighter. He, he, Ocho, he can't beat good teams anymore. He'll be the he'll be he beat teams that that are inferior. But when when have the Broncos won a game with that they weren't supposed to win? They were supposed to beat Chicago. What when did the when was the time the Broncos won a game in the last two years? And you say, man, we weren't supposed to win that one, but we won that right. one. You were supposed to be Chicago. Right. I don't know. The, the let me tell you what the good quarterbacks do. They normally, 90% of the time, beat the team that they're supposed to beat. And it's 50-50, they win 75% of those. Right. That's what the good, that's what the really good ones do. You know what else the really good ones have? Is no, I'm not even gonna go there. You're right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave I'm gonna leave it at that. You're right. I mean, think about look here. They gave the Broncos gave up, they gave up three first round picks, three second round picks, a fifth round pick. They gave him five years, two hundred and forty-five million, mm. hundred and sixty-five guaranteed. Mm. They gave Sean Payton five years, a hundred million dollars, mm. and all of this to be one in four. They got six wins in their last twenty-two games. Somebody got to go. You know what? That family that that bought the Broncos—they've been this people, right? Yes. And you know when it comes to business, sometimes you put your money in and stuff, and it don't turn out the way you want it to right away just because you invested a certain amount into it. Sometimes you know what these you gotta work. You, this the you Walton work. family. Yeah, you, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure when you the know Walton, what I'm do? sure when the Walton family started, as soon as they put money into something, it didn't turn around and you saw a profit right away. Sometimes Guess what that they're happens. doing now. You remember what they did in the pandemic? Mm-hmm. They closed some Walmart. The less profitable Walmarts, they closed them mofos down. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know if you understand. They have things what they call a write a write down. Mm-hmm. That thing losing, we'll write it off. We gone. Are you you hey? You say you financial. Your financial people told you about writing things down, yeah. right? You put it in this year, and it goes into this year. So next year you start with a clean slate. You better stop playing. You say you say you like chess, so they play chess. Mm-hmm. Everybody else looking at it as checkers. I'm telling you now. I ain't. Ch- hey. Think I'm playing when I ain't. That, that's that's crazy how the business work though. It's crazy. It's crazy <laughs> how the business work. Two years, they already ready. They they ready to fold on you already. Yes. We Ocho, we don't have time. It's too much money. I can't let you drag. I can't let you get another 45 million of my dollars for another three and thirteen three and fourteen season. I can't do it, that. This, you know what's gonna happen? This, this is the thing. There really is no answer because if you do go somewhere else, you do get another quarterback, you go draft a rookie, you're still going to be in the same boat. That's like saying a woman pressuring you to get married and she say, well, you're taking too long to ask me. You leave and go deal with somebody else and he ain't going to ask you either. So you're still stuck in the same goddamn situation. But guess what? I already, I already know. I already know. I've been with you for two years. So if you ain't going to make the move, so I already know what I'm going to get. I'm going to go somebody else. They might. See, you said I can't find anybody better. Who to say I can't? I'm not finna be that. Oh, I'm so you want me to be beholden because I'm unafraid to go try to find something better. Mm. Well, statistically speaking, the chance you find something better is slim to none based on statistics. Hold on. You're talking about based on Russell Wilson. You talking about Russ five years ago. You told me you don't think I can find anything better than this Russell Wilson right now. Right now, you don't think uh, I can... right now as hard as it is to have a decent quarterback no, in this NFL. I'm saying, I'm saying you saying I can't find next year a quarterback that can give me better uh, at this production, if not better, for a cheaper price than what Russell. Are you telling me that right now? Who are you gonna find? I'm just, oh, don't worry about that. Don't you worry about, see, there you go. Well, who you talking, see, that's how the women are with you. Who you talking to? Don't worry about that. Don't you worry about who I'm talking to. I'm not going to be talking to you no more. That's all you need to worry about. Don't worry about who I might be talking to. I might not be talking to nobody, Listen, but it won't be you. One thing about the NFL, they always feel, well, everybody's replaceable. Everybody's replaceable. You know Thank you. Everybody's replaceable. Let, let's, let, let's start there. Everybody's replaceable. But the quarterback position, you understand the landscape. Players coming yes. out of college, quarterbacks that are in the NFL now, some that are not in the NFL at this moment, you understand how difficult it is to find one that Ocho. is efficient. You know how difficult that is, right? And you're yeah, making it Ocho. sound so easy. Ocho, I got $10 million in my pocket. I, there ain't no houses that I look like, but one might become available a little later. How do how do we know Kyler Murray don't become available? How do we know that? Why would Kyler Murray if if Kyler Murray becomes available, he'll be playing for the Arizona Cardinals because he gives them their best chance to win. Who gives maybe who gives the, the Broncos may, their best maybe, chance to win right now, even though things aren't going well, even at one and four? Listen, what I, other I quarterback get, out get, there? Oh, I'm not talking about right now. I'm saying moving forward. Oh, okay, okay. I, I think I listen this year. No. But I, I do not believe Russell Wilson will be in Denver next year. I don't believe Russell is the long-term answer to what the Broncos want or need. That is my personal opinion. The man has 70 yards through three, through three quarters. 70. So that just, that's all his fault. 
So let me ask you a question. See, you keep saying it's all his fault. I'm just asking you, is it all his fault? I mean, this this is this this is a team game offensively. But let me ask you a question. How many come back, how many come from behind wins you got? Or they gave that to Chris. They they gave that to Carson. You see, they give see Russell got 40 game winning drives. Mm -hmm. How many receivers got? How many the old line got? Oh, oh, so it's not all his fault, but he get all the credit. Okay, I see you. I see you. I, I like I like how you flipped that on me though. That was a good one. That was okay. a good one. Patriots. Worst shutout loss in the Belichick era. Mac Jones over the last two games, four interceptions, two pick sixes, a fumble return for a touchdown. He threw for 150 yards against Dallas. He threw for 110 yards against New Orleans. Zero touchdowns, benched twice, and outscored 69 to 3. How much longer? Does Coach Belichick stick with Mike Jones? You can't just keep benching a quarterback and keep sticking him back out there the next week. You can't do that, Ocho. You can't. Who they gonna put in there? Zeppi? Bailey Zappi. Zappi. Oh, yeah, you, dra- you, you drafted Zappi. it. Ba- Bailey Zappi. Zappi. I mean, obviously, they got Mac Jones starting for a reason because they feel Mac Jones gives them the best chance to win. But obviously, it's not happening. Especially you based off what they we saw, Mac Jones. Yeah, shoot, they benched him last week too. They benched no, him last week they too. They actually benched him for a game. They benched him for at the start of the game, not that, not during the game, the start of the game. How much longer? P- fans were boo. Look here, the the Patriots fans should not boo at all. You've had the longest stretch of prosperity yes. in NFL history. Yes. Do you understand from 2001 until 2019, what happened? You went to nine Super Bowls. You won six. You shouldn't boo. You should say, you you know what, hey, I don't care what happened because ain't nothing can take. Bro, do you understand how great you've had it? Yeah, I I think they understand, but obviously... It's the winning ways. It's the winning ways. You're spoiled now. You ever have a woman that you continuously just do for and do for and do for and do for and things are always good. So you're always expecting good. You're always expecting things to be perfect. And it's just not yes. it's just not the case. That's not the landscape or the dynamic of that team right now. Even the expertise and and, and brilliance of the coaching mind of Bill Belichick can't fix the situation going on over there right now until you get a quarterback that is efficient. And I'm not. I'm not trying to say Mac Jones is not competent, but one that doesn't turn the ball over. You, you're not going to have a chance to win. You just. You just not. Could, Brady could make. Obviously, he had guys that could really play, mm-hmm. but Brady could elevate guys that were just. If they were anybody else, they would be here. Right. He could get them to here. That's not what Mac Jones. Mac Jones need great players Around to him. elevate him. Right. Jalen Waddle, Devontae mm-hmm. Smith, uh, Najee Harris. Nick's uh, obviously the the coaching is a push, but you look at what he had to elevate him. Now he doesn't have that level of talent to elevate him. Right, he needs to be elevated. Tom Brady could elevate. That's that's the funny thing about college, which is very scary when it comes to drafting. When it comes to drafting players, you don't know what you're going to get from the quarterback because once you get to the NFL, the level of talent evens out. It evens mm-hmm. out. And if you don't have true yeah. superstars, you never know how good that quarterback is going to be because 
ain't no telling what's gonna happen because you have yeah. you have good players around you. You have, I mean, yeah. you on the pages, you have good players around you, but you have to play at such a different level to make sure your team has a chance, and that's just not what they're getting. That's just not what they're getting. Okay, let's talk about this. Drake, Joe Budden's beef. Joe Budden took a shot at Drake, said he's making music for children, completely disregarding his older fan base. Mm. Uh, why are you still effing the 25-year-old? You're a 37-year-old billionaire. 37-year-old billionaire. Mm. Whose side you on? I love everybody. I like Joker, Joker rap. Joke and rap, joke and rap. He can do his thing when it's when it's time to get on that mic. I love Drake. Drake is great, one of the best artists of this generation. Maybe of all goddamn time in general, based on the run that he's on right now. Longevity and consistency and understanding what it's going to going to take to remain at the top. And he's been able to do that. Not very many artists can do that. He's evolved. His sound has evolved with the times to make sure the fan base continues to carry. Sound like you're on Drake's side. Listen, I, how, how, I just told you I love both. I love no, I both. Love, hey. I, 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 love, I love both. I, but my thing is, is that Drake is making music. Mm-hmm. Look, I, you know, I own a podcast, and when, I, when sponsors and people, advertisers reach out, mm-hmm. they, I send a deck. They want to know. Right. They want to know the demographics. Mm-hmm. Okay, what's the 18 to 25-year-old, 24-year-old looking like? Right. What's the 25 to 34? What's the 35 to 44? Mm-hmm. What's the 45 to 54? Right. What that looking like? Right. How much, how many, what's the percentage out of men? What's the percentage out of women? Mm-hmm. What's the percentage of education? Are they married? Right. College degree? Mm-hmm. All that. So Drake is looking at it like, hold on. The people that streaming and buying my music is in this demographic. Right, right, right. I'm going to make, I'm that advertisers, who the advertisers appealing to mm. every once in a while you get some, you get a cat, you get a Cadillac commercial, mm. but most of the time they're appealing to people 18 to 24, right. 25 to 34. Okay. I think, What's up? I think maybe Joe, maybe Joe holds Drake mm-hmm. to a higher standard than everybody else. But if you look at other rappers and what they rap about, the content that they rap about, it's, it's similar to the same thing. Regardless of age, you know, you have rappers that are yes. 36 and 37 and still rapping about the same thing they were rapping about, you know, 10, 15 years ago. Is it ago. making money? Yes. So let me ask you a so question. That, that, that's the, that's, so that's in the other words, so, so in other words, in five years from now, mm-hmm. you don't you want us to train nightcap, so we just go talk financials. Mm. Because I'll be 60 and you'll be five years older. Mm. So, so let's stop talking about this here stuff right. and we're going to start talking financials. Right. I mean, that's not that's not that's not what our audience wants to hear right, from us. Right. That's not what Drake's audience wants to hear. To hear from, right. Because the audience will tell you what they want, want to hear. Yeah. When they stop buying your music, mm-hmm. when they stop buying your product, right. they telling you either you make a shift mm-hmm. or we're going to shift for you. Yeah, I think that. Well, considering Drake is selling out arenas and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm no, he's selling out SoFi mm-hmm. and things of that. I mean, come on, bro. Yeah. Listen, I, I, I didn't I didn't really. Get into it heavy. I read about hey, what, it. What's the problem? I read about it. I heard about it. And I'm like, God damn, what's going on? And then I listened to what Joe Budden said. Then I listened to Drake fire back at him. I'm like, damn, can't we all get along? Can't we all get along? Yeah, but, I, but see, but think about it. Why is it us? Yeah. Why do we always, look, I understand. Uh, um, but the critique, mm-hmm. I, I when, when is the white podcast going to take the shot at Timberlake? They, or Ed Sheeran? Yeah, they, they, don't, they don't move like that. 
Oh, they, they, oh, they don't move like really? that. Really? Really? Yeah. They don't. Oh, okay. I was just wondering. Yeah, they, we, I mean, they, I mean, it, no, normally it's us. We we like to continue to challenge each other. I mean, what, we we love to continue about, to challenge okay. challenge each other. There's nothing wrong with that. It builds character. And you're talking about well, you messing with 25 year olds. I mean, bro, well, you need to fire shot. Hold on. How old is Jay Z? How old is Beyonce? Fifty. I think there's a, there's better. I guarantee you there's better than a decade difference. Yeah. For real? What the problem? I, I bet you. I bet you a doorknob to a bucket of cow manure. And I'll let you put up the bucket of cow manure. That's how confident I am. A golden doorknob. Right. I, I, listen, it, it sometimes that stuff get like that get personal. You like what you like. Oh, yeah. Ocho, how 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 is your lady? She's younger than you, right? Baby, how old are you? Yeah, she's 36. Okay. But she'll you be like 36 like. on the 16th. Yeah. Yeah, well, no, you, well, you like what you, I like, you, what I like, you like what you like. She came after me, you were tr- but you, oh, yeah, so bad. But you know, you know, she came after me. She, she slid in my DM though. That's what that's that's what it was. There's a rose shortage. They say oh, you bought out all the roses in Florida because I tried to send somebody some, couldn't get none, not one. That's what they told. I, if it's a lie, I don't it, know who said it. Like a, listen, Jay Z is fifty three. Beyonce is forty two. Oh, that's that's good. That's a good number too. That's a good number. But he said, "Hold on." He said, "Why are you messing with the twenty-five-year-olds when you're thirty-seven? So what's the difference between eleven and twelve? I think I'm I'm not one of those that always paid attention to numbers. There, there are people that you're able to deal with. There are people that are that are they're they're more high maintenance, and you have women that you can deal with that are less maintenance. And because it's Look. you, they're gonna be excited to deal with you anyway. And when you go twenty-five and younger, or twenty-five and like up in that end up in the area, you ain't got to do much. You ain't got to do much." You ain't got you ain't got to do much. Well, Drake, keep living your life. Joe, Joe, hey, Joe B, I love you. I love your podcast. Yeah, but I'm a, I'm I'm a rock with I'm a rock with Drake on this. Listen, one. Joe, I love you. Drake, I love you, man. Y'all just keep doing. No, your you thing. don't. No, he don't. No, he don't. Just Drake, he just trying to be politically correct. He he's whistling. He he fifty fifty. He right now he's whistling. He don't want no beef. Who? Ain't never pick, ain't never picked up no weapon and went to war with nobody. Ooh. Oh, I'm on your side. I'm on your side. I like you too. I, I'm not. I'm not. Well, keep, I'm, keep I'm not making chocolate beef. and watches. I'm not in the beef. Only beef I eat is from McDonald's. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> People are upset at Shadur Sanders for clapping back in the what? Arizona State section. What? Yeah, he put that on him. He put that on him. He put that on him. You put it on him. But hold on. I guarantee you, some of the people that are upset at Shadur. Was love when Johnny Manziel was doing this oh, to rights. When, when Baker Mayfield, and they were loving, when, he was, hey, they were loving it. When Baker Mayfield, I like why you do it. When ba- 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 Baker Mayfield took the flag, the flag. And, oh man, I was loving that. I was loving it. I was loving the Johnny M with the man. Don't stop nothing. Don't stop nothing. You doing? Continue. I, 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 I'm trying. I'm trying to. I'm trying to figure out why Danny Cannell has been so outspoken because you know Prime went to FSU. Wait, yeah, Florida you remember State, that? Danny Cannell? Yeah. Danny, he just keep Danny taking shots about? at Coach Prime and, Shad- and Shadour. I don't know what that's about. I don't know. Dan, Danny must. Dan, Danny, wait. Florida State, Prime, Florida State. I don't. That might be something. Yeah, that might be a little personal, yeah, man. That might be it's a little personal. And and you remember when Baker was on the sideline, he grabbed his cross. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Hit him with the Marshawn Lynch. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna get you out of here. We gonna get out of here on this one. Mario Cristobal, uh, Cristobal. What they doing, huh? Come on now. What, what, what we doing, man? Bro, take a knee. What we doing? Take a knee. Why you go? Oh, we we teach balls. So we get both hands on the ball. Now nah, the official said, nah, 
you be dumb, we gonna be dumb too. Matter of fact, he was down now. He he, you know, he was down. I know you saw the replay. Yeah. His elbow was down. I'm not sure what the I don't know what they was I doing. Re, I can't reward negative behavior. But I I understand. I don't know what they're doing. Especially we trying to we, we, we trying to Ocho, change why, we, Ocho, we trying to change the culture and the environment. Yeah. On that University of Football at Miami. Let me tell you how they change it. When when because what was what was UM known for in the eighties? Winning. Winning. That's what got them on the map. Have, when they beat having, having fun. I when they beat Nebraska in the national title game. And that start that started it because that was Bernie Kosar and, th- and that crew and Highsmith mm-hmm. and Mel, Mel Bradden yeah, and all Bradden. this started getting yep. the Blaze boys and they got Michael Irvin mm-hmm. and they got it, it opened the floodgates. Yep. And they kept on going. So that's all you got to do is win. And you see the guy on the sideline. He asked, WTF we doing? I'm asking myself, and I'm in my bedroom. What the WTF are y'all doing? I ain't crying though, but I was asking. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what that. I mean, teaching ball security and all that stuff means nothing. The whole point you want to win. You want to win the game. You take a knee. Just and matter of fact, we, seeing stuff like that, it make me think: Was somebody throwing the game away? Man, I, I don't I don't even like to even think like yeah, that. Yeah, I'm I'm listen, I'm I'm just saying, <laughs> as a coach, the job your job at the end of the day is to do what you is can to win the game. is to win the game. So who does yeah, that in that moment? Sure. Who does that? Somebody trying to get too cute. Mm. Somebody think they know more than anybody else. They they're the smartest coach ever and just had the worst had to that might have been one of the worst coaching this college mm-hmm. coaching decisions yeah. that we'll ever see. Yeah. That won't top Daryl Bevel and Pete Carroll in the Super Bowl throwing on the one yard line. But in college, you got to find one worse than that one. Oh my goodness, that was that was bad. That was real bad. That was that was that was, that was downright awful. And then the man gonna have to say, "We talk about two hands on the ball, really, really." If I was the run, see the running back should have just got it and went down. He should have slid. He should have slid the quarterback slide yeah. into the line. Matter of fact, you know what the quarterback should have done? He should have said, "Forget the play call and just took a knee on his own." Yep. Yep, that's what he should have done. Should have did. Cost them kids a game. Don't you cost them a game? It's hard enough to win a game yeah. without my coach, but my coach helping them. Mm. That's a damn. Thank you for tuning in tonight, Cap. I'm Shannon Sharp, your favorite unk. He's Chad Ocho Cinco Johnson, your favorite number eighty-five, one of your best route runners in the no, history the, of the, the game. Best. You heard Jimmy Smith. You saw that. You saw. You saw Jimmy Smith tweet you and tell you the best. Don't play with it. It's what it do. These feet right here came from Bessie Mae Flowers. Dade County All I can legend. Do is go okay. Eye test. All I can go by eyes. Yeah, okay. Go by eye. Read your eyes and read the tweets. Because I told you, I told you what they would tell you. They would tell you they self now. Don't play with sugar. These feet something serious. <laughs> Man, I'll let you the bar night. All right. Enjoy, get some rest. Thank you for tuning in. Nightcap Bunk and Ocho. We're out. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. 
old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.